This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Four people have now died at the homeless encampment in Minneapolis. The site, also called the Wall of Forgotten Natives for the many Native residents there, was established by individuals and families without shelter. But it's become the central focus of many urban Native agencies in the Twin Cities. On October 29th, those agencies gathered the community together to talk about how to move forward. Reporter Melissa Townsend has the story. So tonight, community meeting, first of possibly many. I hope it is the first of many community meetings. There's so much going on, so much community response going on to the people living along the wall, but we just haven't taken time to do this, we'll do what we did tonight. Robert Lilligren is president and CEO of NACTI, the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. This, tonight, what he's talking about, was a meeting of about 100 people at the Minneapolis American Indian Center. I don't have a recording of the meeting because this gathering was for the community, not the press. I debriefed with Lilligren just after it was over. Who was there? I was a little disappointed there weren't more camp residents here. We had organized to get more camp residents here, but there were some. And there were voices that had been missing from a lot of the dialogue for a while. There were also people who volunteer at the camp and others from the surrounding community. There were also folks representing the city, county, and the police. Lakota elder Lemoyne LaPointe focused the crowd on one key question. Despite our current situation, what's working well? And what more needs to be done to make it better? One idea was about better communication. It's hard to know what's happening in the camp. What exactly are city, county, and tribes offering? And what do camp residents need more of? It's a tough question because the camp didn't start as a coordinated effort to send a message or ask for help. At Metro Urban Indian Directors, early on in response to the camp, we tried to put some systems in place like communication. Uh, Individuals and organizations started playing their roles and it's working. Is it working seamlessly, flawlessly? No, but it is working to a point. Another concern came from a number of people in the crowd about how to better protect women in the camp from being trafficked. At the meeting, one police officer said if anyone hears about a specific case, he would like them to call the police. But honestly, judging from the crowd's response, it seems unlikely anyone from the camp will call the cops. There's a woman here tonight who said, we will take care of this our way. You know, to me, when I hear someone say we can take care of this our way, I think they mean in a native way, in an indigenous way, looking back to our traditional values to figure out how to move forward. Now, as you could tell from the comments in the room, it means different things to different people. And uh, so defining what our way means in a complicated urban setting with dozens and dozens of different tribes and traditions represented, that's the work we were doing here tonight. One traditional approach some are talking about is building a women's lodge at the encampment. It would be a safe space for women to rest under the protection of other female volunteers. It sounds like a place that could be around for the long term, which begs the question, how long will this encampment be here? How far into the future should the community be looking? City, county, and Red Lake tribal officials are building temporary shelters on Red Lake's land in Minneapolis. Those are expected to be available in December. But no one here tonight could say who would move or how long the camp will stay. It's partly a question of availability of affordable housing, but it's also a question of how to address the trauma that has led people to this point. Lilligren says... This is where the community needs to put more energy. 
into healing. And where does healing even come in, in the affordable housing system or the uh, sheltering homeless system? Not really anywhere. And I think what we had here tonight was at least a step toward healing. Robert Lilligren says the Bush Foundation has given NACTI a grant to continue these community conversations. The goal is to give the community space to envision how everyone can contribute to a coordinated effort to help heal historical trauma. The trauma that leads you to live in a tent against a wall next to a six-lane stretch of road in a Minneapolis November. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.